Hi, this is Dr. Cheryl Peavy, and welcome to I Am A New In Him, episode number 16. And today I want to talk to you about something that's been in the news the past couple of weeks. And by now, I'm sure you have all heard the story about Shanquilla Robinson, which I want to say I pray for her family. And I pray that the story of what truly happened will come out and people who that are responsible for her passing will be held accountable. I don't know the background. I don't know the story. I've heard so many different things. So I'm not going to sit up here and talk about her story because I don't want to give false information. The only people that know what really happened were the six friends that were with her when she passed away. So you're saying, okay, so what's this episode going to be about? Why are you talking about this? Well, I want to talk about friends, you know, caution. And there was a song um, made a long, long, long time ago called Friends, How Many of Us Have Them? And I want to talk to you about that. Friends, everybody has their own definition of what a friend is. Some may say, well, you know, I have associates, I have good friends, I have uh, a best friend, but I want to talk today about true friends. And what I want to encourage you to do first is because of this story that's been in the news, I want to challenge you to sit back and look at your friendships. I was thinking about my friendships and you know, I've been very grateful for the friendships that I've had. And there's like four um, friends that I have from elementary school that I call them friends. We don't talk all the time. We may reach out to each other when we come across, you know, our minds, or if it's a birthday or holiday season, we reach out and say, hey, how you doing? And just checking, but that's a gift, but that's not what I, consider a true friend. And, <clears throat> excuse me, what I want to talk to you about today is the story of a true friendship that was between David and Jonathan. But first I go into their story. I want to have you do this. I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to write down, what do I consider a friend? Your own personal definition of a friend what qualities do you look for in a friend? And write down your friends that you have in your life right now and put them in a category. Are they associates? Are they just friends? Are they good friends? Are, is this a best friend, a true friend, real friend? And see where you end up putting your friends at. And be honest with yourself. Look and say, hey, you know, there's red flags that often pop up with our friendships and we tend to ignore them because what do we want? Everybody wants to have friends. Everybody wants to have somebody to talk to, to share with, to laugh, hang out and do things with. But also we can ignore those warning signs. Like when you're having issues with your car and you, you'll you see like the engine check light come on. That means that's a warning that something's happening. and. With our friendships, we see those things. I remember there's been so many red flags that have come up in some of my friendships that I've ignored and just said, you know, I'm going to give them another chance or I just keep giving them passes 
and not really saying, I am deserving of having true friends in my life as everyone is deserving. But those things that I want you to do, and I'm going to just uh, repeat that again, write down your definition of what a friendship is, write down all of your friends and put them in a category, associates, friends, good friends, best friends, real friends, true friends, put those down and be honest with yourself. Have you seen any red flags with those friendships? And what qualities do you look for in a friend? So let's talk about David and Jonathan. Well, if many of you are familiar with the story that David was set to be king, and that's what God told Samuel. But how Jonathan met David was that his father Saul was king and David um, had um, had appeared and Jonathan was there and there was some type of battle that already took place. So in 1 Samuel 18, this is where the first time Jonathan and David met. And instantly it says the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. I mean, that's deep. Think about it. Instantly, Jonathan knew that there was a connection of a deep, true friendship that was going to happen because he instantly loved David as his own soul. That's powerful. And I can honestly say that I have never felt that way towards a friend. So it's like, wow, you know, that's the first like, hey, Cheryl, like, wait a minute. Maybe this is this is something going on here. This is something I need to pay attention to. And I'm just flabbergasted when I read, read that. And I just think deeply about it. Like, wow, that's amazing. How beautiful that is to feel that way about another human being. So as Saul knew that God had said, look, you're not going to be king. I've appointed David. He's going to be the next king. And Saul was very jealous of David. And he set out to kill David. But here is Jonathan, who is second under his father, who would normally end up turning out to be the king if his father, Saul, died. But that's not what God had in store. So Jonathan knew that his dad wanted David to be annihilated, destroyed. So what Jonathan did was that each and every single time he heard or knew that his father was plotting against David, he would meet David. He would talk to David. He would say, you know, you need to leave. You need to go here. You need to go to this cave. You need to hide out here. I'm going to help protect you because my father is after you. And Dave, excuse me, Jonathan didn't want David to die. That's amazing, right? That he went out of his way and was disobedient to the king to save his best friend's life. That's amazing. And I just wanted to go ahead and we're going to take just a short break.
All right, we're back. Thank you for that. Let's continue on. In 1 Samuel chapter 20, verses 14 through 17, Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn friendship with each other in the name of the Lord. The Lord is with you and, excuse me, the Lord is with us between you and me and between your descendants and my descendants forever. I mean, can you think about that? Like, the Lord told Jonathan, look, this is what it is between you and David. This is the type of friendship you have and that your descendants are going to have the same type of friendship forever. That is amazing. And then Jonathan did something so amazing. And I want to ask you this question. In all of your friendships and the friendships that you've had in the past that you currently have, because we know that people come and go in our lives and some people are here for a season or for a reason. They're here to teach us all. Everybody who comes in our lives are here to teach us. But here is the interesting thing. Sometimes we hold on to friendships that we shouldn't, that no longer serve us. Because if you're always the one that is reaching out, that's texting or calling or checking on that friend, and that friend doesn't do the same thing to you, is that truly a friendship? And if a person comes to you and says, hey, so-and-so was talking about you. I've had this happen. Um, You know, Cheryl so-and-so was talking about you. And then my response was like, okay, so what did you say? Did you stick up for me? What did you say? Because if you're going to carry, as they say, a dog carries a bone, if you're going to bring a bone to me and you're going to tell me half of the conversation, then I have to look at you and say, well, hmm, maybe you're not a friend to me as well because that starts drama. That he said, she said stuff. Well, I'm coming to tell you so-and-so said this about you. Okay, then again, what did you say about me? So I would look at a person who's bringing you drama, if that's your friend, and the person that they're saying spoke about you, you got to examine and filter out your friendships. Like, you know, when you make coffee, I'm not a coffee drinker, but you know, you put the the grounds in the filter and you turn the coffee pot on and it filters out. That's what you need to do. So you have people who are pouring into you, but you're also pouring into them, but it's also just a nice flavor of a friendship. So I want to share with you three valuable tips of what a true friend is from the word of God. And before I tell you that, I just want to share with you that when Jonathan passed away, David was broken. He was hurt. And that's with any of us. If we lose somebody as close to us, a friend, we go through a process of grieving. But it's something that David said and felt that was so powerful. I've never heard this said before. When Jonathan passed away, David's love for him was more wonderful than a love of a woman. That's deep. So they shared 
a beautiful connection that God ordained. So I want to encourage you to take every single person that you're friends with to God, to Jesus and say, hey, Holy Spirit, is this person, are we supposed to be friends or how am I supposed to place them in my life? Are they a good friend? Are they associates? Or I'm supposed to leave them alone? Treat them with a long handled spoon. What am I supposed to do with this person? But the three tips that I want to share with you of a true friendship is, and I encourage you to go look up these scriptures, is number one, David and Jonathan both sacrificed for each other. And that's 1 Samuel 18, verse 4. Number two, they were both loyal. There was loyalty between the two, that friendship. 1 Samuel 14, verses, excuse me, 1 Samuel 19, verses 1 through 3. And third is free to express their emotions. And that's 1 Samuel 20. But I need to back up because I forgot something (laughs) very important. Jonathan gave David something so valuable to him. And that was his robe. Has a friend given you something valuable that is so precious to them? They said, no, I want you to have it because our friendship means so much and I love you and you have just been there for me. This is a beautiful friendship and I just want you to have something that's so special, a treasure. Has that ever happened in any of your friendships? And if so, you are blessed. But I just want you to think about that, how wonderful that was that Jonathan did. So I'm sharing this with you, just encouraging you just because of what's going on in this world, how crazy this world is. And you have this I just think about Shanquilla, how she just went on this trip. She was excited. She was going to have fun. And something happened where all of these friends, in parentheses, so-called friends, were there. And no one, whoever started it, I don't know if it was all of them or if it was two. I, I don't know the full story. Again, I've heard so many different versions. But no one else stood up to help her and stop what occurred. So I encourage you today to be careful and cautious to go and look at your friends and be honest with yourself and ask God and put that list before God and say, who am I supposed to keep in my life? Show me if they're my real friends and remember to recognize the red flags because that's your first notion of something's not right. Pay more attention to the the actions and the words of others and pay attention to how you feel when you interact with your friends. This has been Dr. Cheryl PV for I Am Made New in Him. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to speaking to you the next time. Bye.